0: Welcome to On The Pro What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. I'm Robert Roden, And I'm Rami Johnson. Thank you for listening to us today. Today on this episode, we have Cassie Carlson with us. She is a WMC Action News 5 sports reporter. Welcome to the show, Cassie.
1: Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Thanks for coming on. How are you doing today?
1: It's Wednesday, so we're, we're getting over the hump.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, as you're a sports reporter... What got you into being a fan of sport?
1: Well, I grew up in Chicago. So Chicago is a huge sports town. And so my family, naturally, uh, big Bears fans, Cubs fans, Blackhawks fans, the whole, the whole nine yards. So um, basically, I started playing sports competitively when I was really little. It first started with soccer. Um, and I played that up until my sophomore year of high school. And I also switched to then club volleyball um, in high school and junior high. So um, I just love the competitive nature of sports. And it came a point in time where I had to decide if I wanted to play in college or, you know, wanted to kind of go to the bigger school I always wanted to go to. Um, So I ended up deciding to go to the University of Illinois, uh, not playing and just wanted to be around sports still. I mean, I love the competitive nature of it. Uh, I felt like my life kind of revolved around sports. And so I didn't want to kind of step away from that. So I went to Illinois and instantly got started in some sports reporting classes. And from there, I've just kind of immersed myself totally and it became my career. Well, you mentioned
2: that you went to the University of Illinois. So how did that help in terms of your like uh, enhancing of sports, like the love of sports or enhancing any connections that you made or the whole nine yards?
1: Yeah. So Illinois, obviously in the Big Ten um, and through being a big power five school, there's a lot of opportunities there. So I kind of didn't throw myself into it right away. I would say I you know, wanted that college experience a little bit, but around junior year, I got involved in the Illinois athletics department and became a team reporter for them. So that was doing a lot of interviews with coaches from football to basketball, but also the small sports with soccer, softball, volleyball, et cetera. And then there's also a program in the big 10 called big 10 student U, where essentially you're doing live broadcasts of some big 10 sporting events. So I got involved in that and right off the bat, I was doing play by play in color for volleyball and soccer and also got to do sideline for those sports and do some men's basketball games and women's basketball. So, um, and those were streamed online, but they also got taken on the Big Ten Network. So right off the bat, from a really young age, I got those live TV reps, which are so valuable. And then also we had a student run news channel where we would do um, live newscasts. And I also learned behind the scenes stuff. So I felt like Well, those were my classes. They were also jobs. And also, so that all prepared me, I guess, for getting out into the real world and kind of having a leg up on a lot of other people because I already had that experience in college.
0: Oh, yeah. So what would you say is your favorite sport to cover? Nelly. Oh,
1: that's tough. <laughs> so I would say kind of depends on what you're covering. I love college football. I think just the buildup each week between going on a Monday, you have the coaches' press conference, to then you have coordinators sometimes or players during the week, and then if oh, yeah. you're waiting for Saturday, um, I just love the buildup of there. There's so many, every sport has so many cool stories. I worked in Lubbock, Texas before Memphis, and um, obviously Texas Tech basketball has been a powerhouse the past couple of years under Chris Beard, so I got to go to the final four and that was a fun experience in itself um and then I got to cover the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational this past summer and that was my first golf tournament and I loved that too so I mean if you're a sports junkie I feel like you appreciate the differences between all of them but college football I don't I feel like nothing beats it yeah yeah.
0: college football just the atmosphere is so fun to be around I
1: know I miss I miss PAX Stadium so much
0: I miss Liberty Bowl
1: I haven't seen it um, full of fans yet, so I'm excited for hopefully next season we can fill it up.
0: Well, yeah. last last year, Raymi and I were both in there for college game day game, and that was. So,
1: yeah, so I've heard much so many fun. stories about even Beale Street for college game day and that entire game. Yeah,
2: hopefully we have a lot more experiences like that down the road, not just with Tiger football, just in general.
0: Yeah, yeah Tiger basketball, Penny, and like etc. Grizzlies. Maybe we can get a maybe we can get a John Morant championship parade down Beale Street one day.
1: <laughs>
2: I would love that. I would love that. Let's speak that into existence.
1: Yeah, exactly. Manifest.
2: But um, so you also had an internship with the Chicago Cubs along your way.
1: Yeah. So uh, my, oh gosh, it feels like so long ago now. I think it was between junior and senior year of college. I interned at, it was CSN Chicago at that time. Now it's NBC Sports Chicago. And um, it just so happened to be the year that the Cubs won the World Series. And over that summer, I got to go cover uh, Cubs cards game and game three when they got swept. So, you know, whatever. I'm a Cubs fan. So, um, but It was really cool to... That was my first experience around pro sports covering um, and going into the locker room and getting that experience after the game Um, was also... A crazy day because I believe in the middle of that game, Derrick Rose got traded. Um, so there was like a bunch of moving pieces. Um, and so that's kind of, in essence, what it is every day in sports. There's always something new happening, but that was super fun. And that was, I mean, being around people that I always looked up to, the reason I got or thought maybe I could be a sports reporter one day was watching some of the sideline reporters on CSN Chicago growing up. So it's yeah. kind of like a full circle moment for me to um, be able to be in that newsroom and meet a lot of people that I watched on TV growing up, so definitely a cool experience.
2: Did you get berated with uh back to the future memes at all?
1: <laughs> no.
2: Oh dang.
0: Well, Derek Rhodes got traded again, so I yeah. guess or just did. Yeah. He's going back to play. Back to him. where
1: he got traded that day. Yeah.
0: yeah. With Coach Tibbs and
1: so. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tibbs has had the the old bulls a couple times.
2: Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Surprised you're not trading for Jimmy Butler. <laughs> I'd be go there. Or bringing Noah out of retirement. All right. So talk to us more about your experience at Texas Tech and like what it was like for you.
1: Yeah. So that was my really, my first on air job. I had a couple other things that I was just bouncing around before that, but my first real, I guess, opportunity to be a sports reporter. And honestly, I was working another job as a photographer and I didn't love it. And so I kind of applied out of the blue and got a message back saying they wanted to interview me like that day. And I snuck out of my job and like called in sick and flew there um, to interview and got the job. So I moved there. Like it all happened so fast. Probably happened in like two to three weeks. Um, Wow. Um, and there, I was actually a news sports hybrid reporter. But um, knowing my love of sports, there was a 30-minute show on Saturday and Sundays that I knew I would always be anchoring. So I took that opportunity and ended up being one of the most fun jobs I've ever had. Um, working with people that were all straight out of college, so we had a blast and a great friend group. And I happened to be in Lubbock, Texas, at the best time for sports. When I first got there, um, it was in the middle of the basketball season when Texas Tech made the Elite Eight. Um, so I I actually covered that and get to go but just covering it from afar and then baseball at texas tech is a powerhouse they made it to um, the college world series and then you go into football season which football is king in texas but texas tech has not been good in recent years that was cliff kingsbury's final year um, so you kind of cover the firing and the hiring of new coach um, and then it, it just all repeats so and then you go into the next cycle of basketball season which ended up being the final four and then another college world series and then you have the new football um, era and got to travel with football for games, so it all goes by so fast. But we also covered, you know, high school sports big time. We started a football show there that won an award after one year, so it was just a ton of fun. Um, it, in hindsight, it flew by, and um, you know, you're usually under contract places for about two years, and then you move on to other opportunities. But um, I'm still best friends with everyone I worked with there, so. It was a ton of fun.
2: So how was your time at WMC Action News 5?
1: Yeah, it's been a lot of fun here too. I mean, I can't say... a lot of what i thought was going to happen is obviously unexpected with the pandemic because i moved here actually exactly a year ago today so oh, wow. so i was in our newsroom for about 2 weeks before i got sent to the aac basketball tournament in fort worth and that's obviously when everything shut down that was my first big assignment and i remember driving back thinking gosh i don't even know if i'm going to have a job when i get back because the sports world everything was just put on hold so It's been a big adjustment in that sense where I work from home during the week. Um, and you know, I have. Not met a lot of people in person, which is so weird. A lot of my interactions with people are only over Zoom. But um, I work with great people. Things have picked up big time, and I'm lucky now that we well, we got to go to the football games. We got to we get to go to basketball games for both the Grizzlies and the Tigers. So I feel like a lot of it has just been. I know pivot has been like the word of the year. Um, so it's been pivoting and adjusting, but it is still fun. And in a weird sense, like you become so used to the changes that i feel like yeah. i think I'm a little bit numb to being in you know an arena or a stadium and it's not full Like kind of like the game's the same so in that sense it is it, it just is what it is but i feel like things are improving hopefully and I, I hope that uh by football season we can be back in person and a little bit more normal
2: you and me both i cannot wait
0: so what has been the biggest difference between like all the places you've lived and worked in worked in And now up to Memphis, where you are now.
1: So I would say um, the way TV works is you're starting in really small markets. So Lubbock, Texas is, I can't remember exactly around the 140-ish markets, but I knew it was a good sports market because it plays way bigger with Texas Tech big 12 sports so um that was a lot of just covering college sports and high school football was obviously huge in texas um and then moving to memphis um you add in the grizzlies and the pro sport element which is another uh difference and it's and you cover it differently too so it's i would say also too in lubbock i was in a college town and i was right out of college so a lot of that was kind of like you know i was 22 years old still looking to have fun with uh college age people and then you kind of like develop into the next stage of your life and I wanted a bigger city. Uh, Being from Chicago, Memphis is definitely more similar to home for me and much closer to home for me. So um, that's been nice to be able to see my family way more because in Lubbock... I saw him maybe once a year. Um, so it's all just a little bit different. I actually interned too, right out of college at the Citadel, which is a small military school in Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I went from living in one house my entire life, and then I moved now like four times in the past three years.
2: Oh yeah, I'm sure it's sure it's had its crazy moments, but what would you say is a, your favorite moment? So far? Oh, my
1: favorite moment, that's so hard. I, I feel very lucky that like every day on my job is different everything is usually exciting. A favorite moment. It's honestly, it's so hard to say the final four. Like, I don't know, there's a chance I'll never be able to cover one of those again in my entire career. So that was a once in a lifetime thing that was you're surrounded by, you know, all the ESPN people, all the biggest names in sports media, and just being in an atmosphere like that. Also with A great game that and the national championship went to overtime is something that I don't know that I'll ever be able to experience again.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. Well, I didn't have a good end to the final four because I'm a huge Auburn fan.
1: Oh, yeah, that's okay.
0: That that was disappointing.
1: They won't be back this year either.
0: Well, anyways, with back to like Memphis wise, what's been your favorite thing to do or favorite thing to eat?
1: My first stop was (laughs) at Central Barbecue, and then I've since. I don't know. I go back and forth between Central or Rendezvous. Um, I like Central's pulled pork. And then I like Rendezvous. Low-key, their chicken nachos are very good. Um, So those are my two barbecue spots. I love to brunch. So I'm a big brunch person. Um, And there's a place downtown called Gray Canary. That's probably my favorite. And they have really good mimosas. And they don't short you on the champagne part of it. So that's why, probably why I like it the most. That sounds fun. If you guys are too young. You'll know eventually. Well, what are your
0: thoughts on John Morant and the Grizzlies?
1: Gosh, I mean, maybe ask me like two weeks ago and I would have had a a different answer. But I mean, the the Grizzlies future is so bright, especially with John Morant. Um, I think. Fans can't lose sight of the big picture with the Grizzlies and um, what they are building and kind of have to look past where they're in now. I think on that winning streak a couple weeks ago, um, they thought, gosh, this team is going to be, you know, a middle seed for the playoffs. And reality is, I mean, there were expectations in the Grizzlies organization, obviously, high expectations for this season. But I think, like, in that, (coughs) 7 to 10 seed range is probably where they belong to play in the play-in tournament. Um, but John Moran is just so electric and everything you could want in a young player coming in and changing your organization from how he deals with the media, his personality, um, obviously his play and winning rookie of the year. Uh, what a fun thing to do. I wish people you know, could have seen out the rest of his rookie season with fans in there. But I can't wait to see what they build around him. I don't know if they have all. The, I don't think they have all the pieces yet. Um, especially this year, it's hard to tell with Jaron out, and who knows when he's coming back. And if justice, justice, if he, I don't know if he play, You know, if he plays out. Um, so yeah, I feel like there's still a couple more years until they get to that. Um, maybe what Memphis is hoping, which is a, a championship run. But um, John Moran is anything you could ever want.
0: I've been a big fan of Xavier Tillman and Edmund Bain.
1: Yeah, I've been. I actually remember covering Bain at Texas Tech when TCU would come TCU, to play. Yeah. He put up like forty. Points on Texas Tech, who is known for their defense um, one night. So they they just play no nonsense basketball, which obviously um what do you get for your players is kind of what you get. Um but yeah, they do a really good job drafting players who are kind of, you know, underrated. And it's been really cool to see. We have one of the best GMs. What was that?
0: I said we have one of the best GMs in the NBA, Zach Kleiman.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly. He's very smart. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see. They make uh, they make great decisions that I don't think anyone saw coming.
2: Oh, yeah. And another good thing, hopefully a blessing in disguise with all the games that we have to make up. Hopefully we'll have a healthy roster by then. So it'll definitely be more competitive for us. And hopefully we can pick up. Yeah. Justice
1: said he wanted to return or had plans to return by the end of this month, which you think about it is only two weeks away. So who knows if that's What's going to happen there, Jaron? I think I don't. I just think they're being a little bit more careful with him. Um, Obviously, had surgery in the off season, but. I, I don't know. There's there's some questions there that I think everyone's wondering. Why are things taking so long, and why aren't there more answers? But I would I would hope that Justice we get to see him uh, sooner rather than later because it has been a long time coming for him.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, and then we've also got the trade deadline, so you never know if we're going to lose some guys or bring in some guys or might cut some guys. But I think this team needs to stay together. Like they yeah, and I don't
1: them. think you need to worry about this four-game skid right now. Um, I mean, they've shown that they can play with all the teams. It's just that fourth quarter where they, they don't hold on. Um, so, And they put up 70 points the other night in the first half. So, um, obviously, they can score, and they though they can play defense. Um, it's just, you know, playing we gotta, for 48.
0: we, we got to play at the Lakers this week. Yeah, be, I
1: know. They played scary. well against the Lakers the first uh, couple times. They The
2: Lakers almost lost to the Thunder in overtime, so, I mean, we can definitely compete.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm hoping John Morant puts up 50 points or something
1: yeah vintage jaw
0: bang goes 30
1: <laughs> seven threes like uh, lamo Ball the other night hopefully he doesn't yeah. do that tonight Let's yeah i to know you gotta Lameau. hope he got it out the other night
2: yeah i know right no, nothing tonight nope
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right so we also have another good team that's turning on now which is memphis tigers yeah and penny and his team do you think they'll make it to the tournament or do you think it'll just be a conference tournament
1: Oh gosh. Um, this team is so hard to figure out. We all know they have the talent, right? Um, it's, it's the team part that we don't know. I think if, if they have to make it to the tournament, I do think they take one game from Houston, um, which would shake up the conference. Um, yeah, you like the sound of that. Um, but I don't know. It's just so hard to tell because they, they look so good at some points. And then they just, I just don't think sometimes they're mentally tough enough to, to win. In a tournament, maybe, or maybe they do turn it on in a tournament. But I I just think how Penny recruits and builds his teams is going to be hard to win, especially win a championship, because all these guys, the bottom line is they want to play in the NBA, which you have to respect. But um, you kind of lose a little bit of that uh, team, I think, um, in, in that sense. Yeah, floating
2: around every year. It's not
0: necessarily- Jordan Nesbitt joined the team now. Yeah, and he takes the spot of Ahmad Rand, who entered the transfer portal, as well as Lance Thomas.
1: Yeah, there has been some changes, but I think you know Penny's trying to shorten his rotation, and some guys realize that they're they weren't going to get the minutes.
0: Are y'all thinking this off season for Tigers? You think they'll recruit more of like the high school guys, or do you think it'll be JUCO route?
1: Well, I think from what I found is that, like, look at DeAndre Williams, and um, and I think maybe grad transfers would be something you want to focus on, um, just because they're they're usually good guys. They have uh, they're older and they're good leaders. Then, and they can kind of experience, like, yeah, bring that experience and tie this team together. Um, DeAndre Williams has done a great job of that. You've definitely seen the difference since he was became eligible to play. Um, uh-huh. So, I think I would go that route probably more, but. You know, Penny's gonna he's gonna bring in the best talent he can um, because I mean, you look at James Wiseman and beyond the situation at Memphis, he didn't need Memphis. Um, so you know, I just think and Precious, Precious also, I mean, he he did need Memphis and look what he can do now. So, um, you know, I just think it's just a different it's, I just, you're not going to get four year players here all the time. I don't think so. It, I think it'll be hard to win a, win a national championship. So,
0: d- Are y'all thinking that Musa CJ will be back next year? Do you think he'll be one year done? Playing,
1: I think One more year. I think year. he needs one more year. His offense still needs a lot of developing. Um, so I would guess he comes back for another year. He's still so young. I mean, he's, he's, just, senior. Yeah.
0: he's only 19 isn't he? or 18.
1: I think he's just turned 18. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he was just a senior in high
1: school. Yeah. He, he should have been yeah. So. yeah, he was a junior.
0: But I'm hoping like I said, I'm I'm hoping the team will stick together next year. I hope Alo, Lester, and all them Boogie comes back. But a lot of people I've heard rumors of Boogie or Damian Ball could transfer out if they don't get their like spots on the team if Penny brings in some other big guys.
1: Yeah, that's a hard thing too, especially if you can do the one time transfer rule. Um a lot of guys are just gonna want that instant gratification of finding somewhere where they can uh, you know, find more success personally probably.
0: I think Alo and I think Lester and even Boogie, I think they all need another year at least before they go to the league too.
1: Yeah, Alo, I see being a four year player. Yes. Um, and I think he, I think he realizes that. Um, and he's kind of had- loves Memphis. Yes, yeah. he, he loves Memphis. <laughs> yes, I mean he is. Through and through.
0: Yeah, he's played with Penny since he was in sixth grade.
1: Right. And I think he had a slow start to the season, but realized maybe, you know, what he can provide defensively and be more of a a playmaker for other guys. And he's really thrived in the past handful of games uh, doing and focusing more on that.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's his role right there. All right. Well, Cassie, do you like to say anything? No, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode with Cassie Carlson. I'm your host, Robert Roten. I'm Raymond Johnson. Love you guys. Peace. Don't
2: forget to join us next time on The Proud. With the boys, yeah, we swoops, yeah, we swoops. And we got them high clocks, and we'll shoot, and we'll shoot. with the
1: Mercedes Benz in the coop, in the coop. And this shit's so
2: fing hard, it's on loop, it's on loop.